Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Just another day here at the Daily Planet. <laughs> Things that go so smoothly. Absolutely. Around here. It's like butter <laughs> around here, people. So, Rock, we've talked about this. We're we're talking about if you look, if you have a kid who's especially like a senior in high school or if you have a high school kid and you're starting to talk about college, what majors can they go into that are gonna kind of, not guarantee them a job, obviously nothing's guaranteed. What are going to give them a better chance? Right. And, and there is a, a major dynamic and I guess dichotomy between what you're interested in and what you like versus, let's face it, what pays the bills, right? Because at the end of the day, that's what a lot of, you know, it comes down to that. And you got to be able to save money, got to be able to take care of a family. And if you're in study something that, yeah, maybe you enjoy, but it's not lucrative or there's no jobs, how beneficial is that to you? Let's talk to a guy who can speak to this way better than we can. Our good friend David Cathy, he is a partner with the Unity Search Group. And David, what do you uh, what do you say about this kind of stuff? I mean, you, yeah, like Rock was saying, you uh, your kid really wants to get into, you know, psycho and you know psychology, this type and that, this thing and that and the other. But you know, look, engineering. If, if you're adept at math and that type of thing, might be the way to go, yes? It sure might, because if you think about where the growth is in our economy and you think about, you know, what's been going on for the last five, ten years, this push for STEM, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, we're not making a U-turn. IT, information technology, and engineering is only going to get better in terms of job opportunities for people coming out of school. Now you got to pass the classes. You got to be able to pass that calculus test. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think this is also a very interesting topic uh, presently with, you know, now we're in a world where the government's going to forgive student loans. So it's like, okay, you know, if, if, you know, more or less taxpayer money is going to pay for your degree that's in something that is not going to get you a job and not going to be able to sustain your life. Uh, that makes it even harder, does it not? Yeah, it, it's certainly hard to digest when you think about, according to that Washington Post survey that they published, it was actually a Federal Reserve survey published in the Washington Post, that people who, who graduated with a humanities or liberal arts 50% of them look back and regret getting that degree plan. And 45% who graduate, 45% who graduate with social and behavioral sciences look back and regret, and they end up doing something else. So it certainly makes it hard to digest the fact that our government is going to have loans to forgive. Look, that's hard to digest alone for yes. many people. Yes. Now we add on the fact that you know, those people are graduating and they wish they did something else. So they're doing something entirely different, which a lot of people do, than what their degree plan was. David Cathy is our guest. And David, as a recruiter, what what do you see as far as 
who is easy to somebody who's going to fall not right into a job, but more or less, you got a good shot at, at a pretty decent job. Well, when you look at the supply and demand currently, so economics 101, the demand for engineering, IT, accounting, finance, if you think about the engine of a corporation, what makes that engine run? You don't see it from the outside. So you're you're not talking about the salesperson and you're not necessarily talking about the marketing person, but you talk about that engine. Well, that's engineering, IT, finance, accounting, those types of skill sets are in the most demand, and we have a very limited supply across the U.S. for that demand. So if I'm a if I'm a senior, you know, let's not even get into the fact, or maybe we should get into the fact that you know you're 18, 19 years old, and all of a sudden you're supposed to declare a major that's supposed to set you on the course for the rest of your right. life, which doesn't happen. But if I am one of those, and I'm like, hey, I just want to go for the thing that's going to pay me well. I'm going to be able to advance past the cost of inflation, and I'm going to get a job because the demand's there. I'm picking one of those majors. Right, and I think it's also something – you want something that has a little bit of a broad reach. If you get a degree in, you know, archaeology, guess what you're doing, (laughs) right? So uh, on the flip side, David, what are maybe some majors out there that may be popular – and people like them and people go into them, but the reality is they don't bear much fruit when it comes to getting a job later in life. Well, I'm going I'm to pick one for you that's a hot topic, um, and that's a liberal arts degree because a liberal arts degree, it, it allows you to be very well-rounded. And, and a lot of the intent behind that is, hey, I'm well-rounded. Now I'm going to go and get my master's. So I'm going to continue to further my education. But if you don't go that next step and you don't want to be a teacher um, or a professor, well, a professor, you'd have to go to that next step regardless, then it becomes very challenging because where do you fit in a company now? Like what is your, what is your specialized skill set within a company when you have a degree like that or, you know, a, a psychology degree? You know, we see a lot of psychology. My firm recruits finance and accounting tax people. And we see a lot of people with a psychology degree working in the field of accounting because they didn't want to go and utilize that degree and or pay for that extra level of education to practice in that profession. So why do you think that is, David? Why do kids and well, why do their parents or whoever allow the fair like for a better way to put it, allow them to do something that you're going, you know, that's not necessarily the or, best idea. Yeah. Or shell out 50 grand a year right, exactly. for them to do this. I yes. mean, this is coming from a guy who has a communications degree, but <laughs> nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think it's one of those situations where, you know, a lot of a lot of people are still operating under the, hey, just get a college degree. Mm-hmm. Just go get a college. I don't care what it is. Yeah. Get a college Makes degree. Sense. And so you sit back and you think, you know, all right, well, I'm going to get a college degree. Which one might be the easiest for me to do? Because I kind of like these classes and I like these over here, too. And, oh, I like those. But it doesn't narrow down your field. And so, I, you know, the more I've been talking about this, the more feedback I've received that, you know, it takes a village, right, to raise one of the, to raise a kid in, in our society these days. And so parents need to take responsibility uh, our education system should be taking some responsibilities. High schools have guidance counselors, and 
you know, by the name guidance, we should be giving guidance. Uh, colleges should have career counselors that are giving guidance to students. And I feel like a lot of times we're just picking a major because so, it sounds good. It may be the third one we picked. And who knows, we might be picking a fourth one pretty soon if that doesn't work out. And don't a lot of kids pick a college because, you know, they're the one that accepted them? <laughs> yes, yes. But, hey, guys, listen, I mean, think about this. Vocational, right? We talked about vocational. Yeah, we've talked about of, vocational uh, before. Yeah. yeah, just a couple of weeks ago. 40% of people, this is the tricky one. According to that survey, 40% of people who graduated with a vocational degree regret it. And, man, that just scratches my head because – when you go to a vocational or a trade school, you're very intentional about what you plan to do because everything is geared towards whatever practice you plan on doing for the rest of your life. And I can't quite figure that one out. All right. With that, David, Kathy, it's always a pleasure. Thanks so much, buddy. Hey, thanks, guys. Y'all have a good day. You too. Thanks, Take care. Uh, check David out at uh, com. I've said this before uh, around this topic, but... I was all I was shocked when I heard it. When I was a freshman at Notre Dame, it's like our you know fourth day of school. Remember the the counselor brings a bunch of the freshmen in, and they said, you know, during your time here, number one, study whatever it is you want, whatever it is you like, and take as long as you want to do it. Well, and I'm sure. like, yeah, isn't that <laughs> isn't that work out well for you? I thought that was so unbelievable that a college would would do that give you the exact wrong information it should be hey we want you in here and we want you to kick butt and get out of here and get out and become a productive human being no we want you to stay here get a worthless degree and pay more money to us to get and if 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 you're here for six seven years even better get four of them go ahead there's always going to be cold i thought that was so (laughs) shameful that they said that you get older, but the girls stay the same, <laughs> the same age. <laughs> oh, man. We check in with traffic now. Rob, what is going on? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, we have a major delay on northbound 75 from a broken down semi that was on the brent spence bridge from the uc health traffic center the university of cincinnati cancer center provides the region's only focal therapy treatment for prostate cancer minimizing side effects call 513-585-uccc well the the delay starts uh, right around 42 florence and continues all the way up toward the brent spence that again is from an earlier broken down on the bridge they've cleared it you're just going to have to uh, sit through it until things start to clear out. And the closer you get to the bridge, things start to smooth out. There is a slowdown on southbound 75 as you head out of Lachlan. Latest accidents elsewhere, Colerain Avenue at Joseph Road. A pedestrian was struck there. Accident 6th Street at Freeman and on Salem Road at 22 in Morrow. Rob Williams, News Radio 700 WLW. The forecast from the 700 WLW Weather Center for tonight. Clear skies, 56. 
for tomorrow. Sunshine and 84. It's 82 now. News Radio 700 WLW. This report is sponsored by Miami Valley Gaming. Get ready to get lucky at Miami Valley Gaming on September 24th. It's your chance to win a new Ford F-150 for $35,000 cash. Must be 21. Gambling problem in Ohio. Call the gambling helpline at one 800 589 More hard-earned. Passing up the chopper as we speak. Going to take off uh, off the top of the building here and sail down along next year. First round table. No, no second round table show of the year. We didn't start off too good. I mean, the, we were great. The Bengals were not, but we'll try to we'll try to correct that uh, here here tonight. But are you, no, are you going to go Tanya or work and say if only I'd have worn this one pair of shoes, you know, I, they would have won. See, I'm, I'm starting to think back to last year. Like, what, what what did I wear when we did these shows? But no, Lance and I have a great time. I, I think that show is is really really good, and uh, hopefully, you guys can come on and check us out. That Long Necks and Wilder will be there every Thursday for the foreseeable future. Cool. Yeah. So Ed. I mean, it's long been popular to wear a T-shirt of a, of a band, right? And there's kind of a yes, you know, it was kind of a um, badge of honor, right? Of talked about kind of it said a little bit about who you were, right? Like if you yeah. you know you wore an ACDC shirt, you're like, hey, that guy's that guy's probably pretty cool. I I probably agree with most of what that guy's all about, right? Well, and plus, if I go to the well, I know, I know you're talking about something different, but I would the only I would wear concert shirts. Yes, if I went yes. to their show, right? If I spent fifty, whatever it costs, it costs sixty, seventy bucks for a T-shirt now. Oh, totally. But yeah, I probably would wear that shirt. Right, but there's something interesting and frankly preposterous, and and it's indicative of a larger thing, Ed, which I'm going to get into here in a second. I'm going to get on my soapbox. Great, right, here we go. Okay. Good, good footing there. Um, so there's a big trend now going on. With Gen Zers, younger people, teenagers wearing like 90s era shirts, right? Like Nirvana and, and all that sort of thing. So major fashion re- retailers like PacSun and Urban Outfitters offer products like Nirvana tees, uh, the Who pullovers. In a survey last year by the on- online retail company Rush Order Tees, the top nine music t-shirts owned by respondents were all artists from the 1990s or earlier. Okay. Okay, with the top one being ACDC. Um, and now a, a T-shirt manufacturer called Rockabilia, big-time thing, right? Uh, online seller of, you know, rock merchandise. They had, like, in the back of their warehouse somewhere, they had a supply of 300 T-shirts for the band Static X. You remember that, the, the band yeah. Static X? Yeah, yeah. Which, the, what was the, the lead singer's name was something... Shoot, I, I his just name remember. was Sax. He had just, that real tall hair. I he just remember awesome. them. I don't remember much anything any of their music. To be honest with you, maybe Austin can uh, pull up the song "Push It" while we're uh, while we're doing this. But nevertheless, so back in the corner of their warehouse, they had three hundred leftover shirts for like right. twenty five years. Well, all of a sudden, like that, they were gone in like a matter of like an hour. And I was like, "What the what the hell happened?" Right. And what it was was somebody in a viral TikTok video was wearing a Static X shirt. So now all of a sudden, all these teenagers, all these kids, ah, I want to get that yeah, shirt. Okay. And boom, there it goes. But here's the disturbing part. Most of these kids have no idea who these bands are, don't know a song, don't know anything. Here we go. Here's some Static X. Now, this will get you ready to run down on kickoff. You know what I'm saying? There we go. So, in uh, the article is quoted uh, this guy named uh, Scott Jenkins. And the, uh, his daughter was wearing a Rolling Stones shirt. He's like, oh, wow, hell, that's that's my band. I used to love it. I love the song right this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I have no idea of any of the songs. 
He's, he's like, what, what are you talking about? You know, and then she had, a, I guess another day, she had a Metallica shirt on, which is like a little bit more closer to this era. Mm-hmm. And he asked her about it, and she's like, no, I have, I have no idea. Any Isn't that a little bit, isn't it kind of say something about the younger generation that you're so superficial, that you just want the look and you want to be able to post about it, but you know nothing about the band? It used to be a thing where you're like, uh, I remember I had a, a typo negative. You remember that band, typo sure, negative? Absolutely. Kind of a... A bit goth, yeah. new metal kind of stuff. But they had a couple good songs. And I had that shirt, and it was always cool because people would be like, Typo, what's that about? And I'd be like, oh, man, you got to go listen to the song Black Number One, blah, blah, blah. And you could kind of have a conversation about it. Yeah. These damn kids, they don't know anything They don't know anything about the bands. So, yeah, um, when you say the kid who doesn't know who the Stones are. <laughs> you, know, that, you should be or, you should be able to be like, yeah. hung from the like like a in, in public right like i mean come on see with, with, with cast out with my boys i've given them shirts that when i got them when i was in high school and you know early college when i was still about five five and weighed about 95 pounds uh, I, those quit fitting a long time ago. <laughs> so I gave them to my sons, but them growing up in my house, believe me, they know it. I, I, I gave my yeah. kid a, a Jethro Toll 77 t-shirt, a concert tee, and he was like, you giving me your Toll shirt? Yeah. Now, that's cool, but a kid who does it, what's, who is, what, what's Who's that guy? Who's yeah. that guy, Jethro Toll? Yeah. See, but your, your gift of that shirt Came with a history lesson well, as that's, well. That's the thing. You get a little <laughs> bit of that going. But, yeah, just for some kid to go randomly buy, I'm, I'm anti-buying shirts just so you can look like, quote, unquote, a rocker. Nothing screams 40-year-old housewife like you wearing tight jeans and an ACDC T-shirt you bought at the mall. Right. Right. No, I, I agreed. <laughs> yeah, and it was always better to wear kind of the more obscure stuff like you know instead of uh that way you you look like you might be a fan instead of poison you wore like a you know like la guns shirt or something there you go and there what's what's la guns you go through the whole history and you know this and that and now start off with axel rose and hollywood rose and the band that you know oh god see you and i are just so old school (laughs) these kids but we're not lazy is the point days where we take a little bit of time if you're going to be repping something you you should know a little bit about it and i think it's it it shows you're not just uh extremely superficial am i looking too deep into this likely i am no i i like it when you uh Hold on. I'm going to get off my soapbox. We're getting ready to talk about something. It looks at me and goes, I re- you're going to like this. I really, I got something to say. I never know if it's going to be abortion or concert T-shirts. So, oh. <laughs> See, you don't know where I could come from. I, I like to keep you on your toes and as well as the listeners. Let's talk to Jeff. Jeff, thanks for holding, buddy. What do you have? Hey, man, my 13-year-old son wears concert shirts every day when he's not in Catholic school. But <laughs> he he knows the music. He, a couple years ago, we'd be in the car, and he'd say, Hey, Dad, can you play Baba O'Reilly? Now, how many 50-year-olds don't even know the name of that song? Nice. Absolutely. Uh, oh, there's a lot yeah, of people. I, I, a lot I, of people go, I mean, you say, we want to hear Baba O'Reilly? They'll go, oh, you mean Teenage Wasteland? No. Uh, no, that's not what it is. <laughs> no. I called him. I called him a couple months ago, and I'm like, Nate, hey, I just got us tickets to ZZ to see ZZ Top. He goes, man, I wish we could have seen him last summer. 
because he knew that Dusty died. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. See, Jeff, I don't know. I don't know much about you, but you sound like a great father. Hats you know, you're doing you and your you're child, doing it right. Son, yes. You're doing it. You're doing it right. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Eddie, you know me. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about that. Uh, You're breaking up. Deal Jeff. there, Jeff. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just uh, love stuff like that. Let's get to traffic right now. We'll take more of your calls coming up here. We got some people rolling in here, but want to get Rob involved because sound from the last time we talked to you, Rob, it sounded like traffic was a little mucked up. Yeah, it's starting to get better. Uh, not perfect uh, by any means, but uh, North 75 is still recovering from an earlier broken down on the Brent Spence Bridge. From the UC Health Traffic Center, the University of Cincinnati Cancer Center provides the region's only focal therapy treatment for prostate cancer, minimizing side effects. Call 513-585-UCCC. As I mentioned, they cleared a broken down on North 75, but traffic continues to recover from it. You're slow approaching Burlington Pike up to Donaldson, then you're back on the brakes from Buttermilk, actually 275 on up to the Brent Spence Bridge. Eastbound 275, steady traffic there between Dixie Highway and Madison Pike. There is slow traffic on South 75 from just south of Glendale Milford Road through Lachlan down to Paddock. North 71 is slowing now from Smith Edwards on up to Stewart. Rob Williams, News Radio 700 WLW. The forecast from the 700 WLW Weather Center for tonight. Clear skies 56 for tomorrow. Sunshine and 84. It's 82 now. News Radio 700 WLW. This report is sponsored by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. Or we... Listening to 700 WLW. Also available on 94.5 FM W233BG Cincinnati. She's in love with herself. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is typo negative. Was this uh, when you would be in... Going to walking around St. X with untied combat boots with the long black trench coat on with eye makeup. Oh, yeah. And the boot, yeah, the boots went all the way up to like past my knees. <laughs> Jeans tucked inside of them. Yeah. And untied. They don't even have laces. No. I did date a girl that, and this this song is called Black Number One, and it's, it's kind of making fun of the goth genre, but a girl I dated... She wore black number one her hair. It's, it's like the darkest, darkest black hair you can get. Here's where it kicks in. I, this song slays. You, you, slays. <laughs> did, she, did she wear like the weird makeup and all that? She wore whatever I wanted it. Let's go to the, <laughs> let's go to the phone. Uh, how about Tony in Cincinnati? Tony, thanks for holding. What do you have? Yeah, what about Robin Trower T-shirt? Now we're Nobody talking. Nobody knows Robin Trower. Hell yeah, man. Robin Trower. Day of the Eagle? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Robin Trower. Bridge of Sighs is one of the best albums ever. Come on. 
Ain't that the truth, man? That is the best. And you talk about it nowadays. Nobody knows that. Your producer had to spell it for him. <laughs> he didn't know. Well, All right, thanks. To, see, but thanks, and, and is, at least he wasn't wearing this shirt. The ones that get me, and kind of how the topic was brought up, is these like younger kids, Gen Zers, are wearing rock shirts, and then know nothing about it. No, no, one song that Nirvana sings. Come on, where are your parents? Let me slap them. Yeah, um, I've, I've told this story. I think I told you the story when I introduced Robin Trower was opening for Peter Frampton at Timberwolf at Kings Island. And so I was introducing the opening band, and you know, you go out there and you do your little stage announcement thing. And uh, I was giant Trower guy. Yeah. And so I go out there and like, ladies and gentlemen, one of the greatest guitarists in the history of rock and roll, Mister Robin Trower. And I go walking off stage, and I walk right by him, and he goes, "Geez, thanks for that." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not gonna live up to it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I just kind of tip my hat. Hey, Jesse in Cincinnati, what do you have, man? Yeah, I just thought it was pretty interesting. I've uh, I got a granddaughter, and she's, she was 15. I was trying to introduce her, you know, to music, and now, it's a couple years ago, now she's really into the old rock. But uh, Eddie Van Halen had, you know, had passed away, and I was watching the, on the news when it happened, and, and she walked in, and I said, yeah, I'm really disappointed. And I said, I hate the fact that one of the greatest guitarists that ever lived, you know, passed away. I said, that's my, my youth. And and uh, she said, who? And I said, well, Eddie Van Halen. Well, who's he? Oh. I said, oh, you know, great rock the guitarist. And she goes, oh, okay. I said, do you know anything about the rock guitarist? She said, yeah. And I said, well, you know, I got a you know, short list, but, you know, there's like, uh, you know, Jimi Hendrix and Clapton. Jeff Beck. And, yeah, exactly. All these. Yeah, and I just mentioned off like four or five, and she'd heard of, Hendrix, but nobody else, and she didn't know who he was. And I said to her, I said, well, who do you think's the greatest uh, guitarist, rock guitarist? She said, Dave Matthews. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say she was going to say uh, Machine Gun Kelly or something like that. <laughs> I almost threw up in my mouth. I was like, Dave Matthews? Are you kidding me? Well... Uh, just one of those things, man. I, and, and I don't know. You sit and we listen to music together now. As a couple of years ago, you know, she's starting to get into it, but she still brings up some of the stuff that I just like shake my head and like, kill me now. <laughs> Thanks, Jesse. Uh, yeah, that's that's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I used to. All right, back with Eddie and Rocky. So, Rock, this was a big story today in the uh, inquiry. I hadn't seen this picture that the, this. They were oh, talking God, about it was everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I hadn't seen it yet. Yeah, but go ahead and explain what it what it is for people who haven't seen it's it. It's pretty it's, simple. It's from the Bengals game. Yeah, it's Jamar Chase. I think after one of his first like like third down reception, he's he's double birding right a uh, a Steelers player. Yeah, and it's kind of set the uh, internet afire, as as they say. And it's actually a pretty. It's a great picture. It's a great picture. <laughs> and, and Austin, chime in. Who I want to give the person who took it credit. What is her name? And where's her outfit? Her name is uh, Emily Chin. I believe yeah, she uh, is a photographer for the AP. Gotcha. Interesting. And it's a—I mean, it's one of those things that would be in Sports Illustrated. You know, it, right. it's a perfect shot. It looks like he posed for it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> totally. But what I was what I was telling you this morning is now look. I mean, this was an actual photographer, you know, at a game. But 
I feel like stuff like that, like a player flashing another player the bird, that happened all the time when I was playing. But you know, there, there wasn't as much caught on camera. Right, I mean, right. not that there was, you know, it was back in the fifties or something. But I mean, now there's there's many more cameras, and local media has cameras at games. Obviously, everyone in the stadium has a cell phone camera. So, look, just in general, it's hard to get away with anything these days. Oh, that's the, no doubt about it. Uh, if back in back in the uh, back in the day, if there had been people around with cameras like there are now on their phones and just hold taking videos of stuff you did in bars and things you randomly said in a bar, what you know? Because we used to do these things, and everybody was it was it was total rock and roll. You'd be saying whatever to get the crowd fired up. So, and it's midnight on a Tuesday. Guess what? People are fired up. If they're in that, they're in that situation and it's some bikini contest or whatnot, you're going to say some stuff. Right. Absolutely. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad that it's not out there. I, I just feel like, yeah, there's so much that doesn't, they used to not go as noticed. I, I've, I think I've told this story on air. I've, I told you this morning when I was, I'll try to make it somewhat vague so people don't get in trouble. <clears throat> but there's a team I was on when a, a team, a player from an opposed from the opposing team, okay, Joey Porter, okay, of the Steelers, you know, tackles much, someone out of bounds. And much this, despised right. fellow. And, and this was in November. And what they would do is on the sideline, a cold game, they would have like a cooler of a chicken broth, right? Warm chicken broth, kind of warm yourself up, and maybe some coffee they'd have. And so he tackles him out of bounds, and there is a an assistant coach that takes his cup of hot chicken bro- and just throws it right on right on top of him. And he jumps up like you know he's got he got burnt right like you look around. Well, him. Yeah, I, I feel like if that happened these days, that would be, I mean, that would be national sports news, right? Because that somebody would have caught that somebody would, there, with all the cameras and high def and all this, somebody oh, would have been able to no figure doubt. that out. And and it would have been all kinds of a thing, but you know it's I don't know I think there's something cool about some of that stuff just kind of flew under the radar a little bit and that was that. Well, the stuff that used to happen in the NFL, if, especially before you got involved, it was kind of gradually becoming what it is today, and and it's still I mean God, let's face it, it's still a rough game, but come on, back in the '60s and '70s and stuff. Those guys literally got away with murder, and they're lucky more people didn't get killed yeah. <laughs> or b- permanently paralyzed like a Daryl Stingley and stuff like that. I mean, there was, it was cheap and dirty. Yeah. No, yeah. That's, and obviously, the, the and, and look, a lot of it's for the better. A lot of that that sort of play has been legislated out of the game, and it's probably good. And The NFL audience has never been more broad and more in numbers, so... It's all a good thing, but I guess the point is what we're saying. Like, if, if you're going to be a player on the field and flip someone off and expect it to go unnoticed, think again. Was the chicken broth episode the dirtiest thing you ever saw in a game? See, I wouldn't even consider that dirty. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, hilarious. Yeah, kind of. I know. I'm going to scold this guy while he's here. <laughs> yeah. It was it was kind of a sneaky th- and it, I mean again we talked we just rewound it in you know in film right. so it, was, it got caught on our film cameras but not you know no other 
Someone else did. So no repercussions whatsoever. But no, mm. no, that's funny. Um, but um, yeah, there were some. But but again, it was more like some more hit uh, crackback blocks. I mean, I got absolutely annihilated by I forget even who it was by the Ravens. You know, just a you know on uh, a punt team, right? Running down that, and we're you know the returner starting to go this way, start to veer, and then I boom, just. Complete blind. Now that would be fifteen yards and a fifteen thousand dollar penalty. Right. But back then it was just yeah, you just got your just got your clock clean, man. You know, it's all good. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't didn't take any offense to it. I would have done the same thing. Uh, trash talking. Have you been a part of it? Have you ever trash talked? And uh, have you been trash talked too? Seven four nine seven thousand eight hundred. The big one. Just trash talking in real life. Just curious if anybody's experienced it, and if you're a trash talker, we want to hear from yeah. you. But now we check in with, with traffic. Rob, what is going on with you? I always try to avoid confrontation myself. Well, don't be a wuss. Yeah, Rob. <laughs> I, like, what if someone was disrespecting one of your snakes, chameleons or something? Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't let that stand, would you? <laughs> no, I would not. See? Don't mess with my kids. That's right. <laughs> oh, Mama bear. They could pick on one of your actual, you know, children. But yeah, if they mess with them. one of your snakes, it's like exactly. it's game on. Don't be messing with the kids. <laughs> nice. <laughs> From the UC Health Traffic Center. The University of Cincinnati Cancer Center provides the region's only focal therapy treatment for prostate cancer, minimizing side effects. Call 513-585-UCCC. Well, northbound 75 continues to recover from an earlier broken down on the Brent Spence. Still pretty slow from the 275 Erlanger on up into the cut in the hill. Southbound very slow from Hopple Street down into the cut in the hill. Northbound at about an extra 20 minutes from approaching Mitchell on up to 275. And uh, North 71 slows from Smith Edwards to Stewart. You're back on the brakes around Montgomery Road up to the Ronald Reagan. And there is an accident on eastbound 275's ramp to 42 Lebanon. That's slowing things over toward Mosteller. A couple accidents on Martin Luther King. One at Brookville Avenue, the other westbound at Riddle Road. And an accident Clifton at Jocelyn Avenue. And eastbound 22 remains closed due to an accident in Morrow at Salem Road. Rob Williams, News Radio 700 WLW. The forecast from the 700 WLW Weather Center for tonight. Clear skies 56 for tomorrow. Sunshine and 84. It's 82 now. News Radio 700 WLW. This report is sponsored by Tropical Smoothie. Incoming! Tropical Smoothie's new white cheddar chicken flatbread just dropped. Made with bold and vibrant ingredients like banana peppers, chipotle mayo, and more. Available for a limited time only at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. You're on Tropic Time now. Bible Baptist Church of Wilmington wants to welcome you. Month, Eddie here. How'd you like to wipe out those credit cards before the holidays? It's time to call Loan Pronto because your home equity can rescue you. Your home value is still way up, and there's a ton of cash that you can get now. Loan Pronto specializes in zero-cost cash-out home refis. You can get thousands in as little as two weeks. Pay off those credit cards and consolidate everything into one super low payment. People who do this usually cut around $800 a month from their monthly budget. And even if your home mortgage rate goes 
up a little, it's offset by your credit card rate going to zero. And when rates come down, Loan Pronto will refinance you again for free. Call Loan Pronto now, and you could even skip your next two house payments altogether. Call Loan Pronto now, 513-800-1550, 513-800-1550, LoanPronto.com. 513-800-1550. Equal housing lender NMLS 1661781, subject to lender approval. People have made the change to Genesis Diamonds from shopping downtown for so many reasons. David Cooper, vice president of Genesis Diamonds, talking about how Genesis has forever changed the jewelry landscape here in the tri-state region. We're so excited that so many people have made the switch to Genesis from their family jeweler or their grandfather's jeweler and have seen the difference, have seen what having access to internationally renowned designers is like have seen what it's like to have the selection of 20 jewelry stores, better warranties, better upgrades, significantly greater collection of diamonds as well as designer rings and designer jewelry. There's nothing downtown anymore that is a draw. And of course, there's the Genesis price. Diamond values that only a true direct diamond importer can offer on fresh cut diamonds arriving daily from around the world. Being direct diamond importers, our inventory is constantly changing and it's so exciting to see new diamonds, new shapes coming through as we speak. Genesis Diamonds and Love pre-owned Rolexes, the newer, smarter, better place for diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry on Montgomery Road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're talking trash talk here. Not to you or each other, but <laughs> we were talking about in sports and stuff like that. Yeah, well, Jamar Chase, double burden. Uh, that was of the uh, Steelers last week. It's a great picture. One of the great trash talkers of all time was supposedly Larry Bird in the NBA. I've heard that same thing. Yeah. Just kind of on the quiet. Yeah. Oh, he'd be talk- I, I saw some couple of guys, old guys interviewed. He'd be like, dude, okay, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. Right, yeah. <laughs> he goes, they're going to, it'd be like getting ready to their inbounds pass. And he'd be like, I'm going to spin around you. They're going to throw it to me. Then I'm going to fake left and go right and shoot it right over over your head. Yeah. And then like Bam. drain the three, and he'd be like, I told <laughs> you. <laughs> I have heard that same thing. Uh, let's talk to John in Beaver Creek about it. John, we're talking trash talking. What do you got? Well, I guess I guess this doesn't have to do with sports or anything. I had to. Right, that's all we're talking about. It doesn't matter if it's life or what. Okay, well. I picked my boy up when he's about 11 years old at the pool with his couple buddies, and they come out and they're they're talking about this old guy. You know, I guess they feel uncomfortable. This old guy always going around and grabbing them, pushing them underwater, and stuff like that. So I'm listening to this, and I said, I shut the truck back off. I said, you tell me who he is when he comes out. And my boy looked kind of scared. He goes, "What are you going to do?" <laughs> I said, "Well." You just, you just tell me who he is. So when he came out, they said that's him. I put it in drive, and it was pretty fresh black top. So I squalled the tires and cut him off. And I told him, I said, you know, you touch another kid in this pool, and you're going to have problems. Mm. <laughs> and that was the end of it. Well. That's the way you, good. you came, came strong and you did, in a way, diffused the situation. Let's talk to Phil in Middletown about it. Phil, what do you got, buddy? Hey, can you hear me okay? Got you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. Well, I used to coach uh, what was called Babe Ruth Baseball, which was mm-hmm. teenage boys. And as well as you know, teenage boys are the masters of trash talk. Well, long story short, I had this boy up that was batting, and he hollers down to the first baseman and says, Hey, start practicing spitting out teeth. I'll be there in a minute. Wow. Oh, man. That's pretty strong. (laughs) Now, let me tell you something else. I had a boy that was a real good pitcher, and one day he was struggling, and he always smiled. This is a real pleasant young man. And uh, he wasn't smiling or nothing, and he started struggling. I went up to the mound finally, and I looked at him, and I said, you know, I said, you got to get your smile back. You got to get your head right. And I said, you know, a, a great pitcher once said, you got to risk your balls to get your strikes. And uh, I didn't say nothing. I walked back with my back turned to him, and I looked. I turned around. I was in a dugout, looked at him. He hung his head down and just started dying laughing. <laughs> I, said, I had more fun with them young men. Uh, that was a lot of fun. That's uh, great, Phil. Uh, Thanks, mate. That, now, that's a good story. Mark, another trash talk story. What do you have? Uh, back when I played basketball at the Y, I was so bad offensively that I was known as self-check because they didn't have to guard me because I guarded myself. <laughs> but we were at game point. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> but we were at game point one game, and uh, I pumped up a 15-footer, and as I let it go, I said, ball game. And by God, it went in. Guys, nice. wise, guys' eyes got so wide, it was unbelievable because I never did anything like that. So, you know, that's... That right there, that's a cool story. Thanks, Mark. We were in a we were in a Y League in Dayton when I was a kid, and I and that's what Mark sounds like me because I was there to fill out the roster because it was my two brothers and a couple of my cousins and a kid from our high school basketball team <laughs> and me. You needed a fifth guy, <laughs> right? <laughs> Everybody played high school sports except. Me and it's like we just need a roster guy, a warm body. You're yeah. it. Yeah, you're I was the warm body. And one game, it was it was a rough. This was a rough league. It was a downtown Dayton thing, kind of an East Dayton thing. If anybody from that area you know what I'm talking about. And uh, this game got a little uh, 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 tight. And my cousin makes basically a half court shot to win the game. They inbound. We inbound it to him. He t- catches it. Turns around. Boom, pumps it through from almost half court. And uh, we go into the locker room. We shared a locker room. <laughs> this one dude was, I don't know what he was high on, but he was high on something. And he came in and just started wailing on one of my uh, my one of my cousins. And my brother reaches his pocket, pulls out a pocket knife, and jams it into the guy's thigh. Wow. There was no trash talking about it. The, the fingers are <laughs> hardcore. He handled it. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's like ah, stuck a pocket knife in his leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was cool. We're like, I'm looking at my other cousin because we're we don't want to get hit. Yeah, <laughs> just like he's a tiny guy like me. We're like, okay, get in the locker. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we got news now. News Radio 700 WLW. News, traffic, and weather. News Radio 700 WLW, Cincinnati. 
family of the victims taking the stand. With the 430 report, I'm Sean Gallagher. Breaking now. There was emotional testimony today from members of the Roden family who... Yeah, we're going to be talking about... Well, NFL football, we got a Vegas guy. We got a Vegas guy. I think he's pretty good. So, uh, got to win y'all some money. See, we're going to be... He's going to be, I'm, I got a feeling he's going to be one of those guys who are going to be like talking this and that and the other about the point spreads and this and that and teasing well, remember teaser we, bets yeah. and stuff like that. We, we had that guy last year, though. He was. Well, when we used to talk to Brandon. Yeah, he was nuts. Oh, you know, yeah, in many ways. But yeah, he <laughs> yeah. was. He would throw down the triple dimer on the such and such and thing. Right, and, right, right. Yeah. All this lingo. And we're like, we just want to know who to, who to put money on, man. See, you're the. But you know what? You blocked me on going to Vegas. The two of us going to Vegas, he told us he would hook us up out there with whatever we wanted to do. I know. And that's, whatever, that's... any casinos, any dinners, any clubs. <laughs> <laughs> I just figured it would be something that we, we need to have a like a good... Like story first, we gotta have something we gotta like the story we're gonna give to her. It wife. better be airtight. Yeah, we're gonna convince our saying. wives we, that you and I can't just go, go willy nilly and together. say, "Hey, we're going to me and Ed are going to Vegas. We'll we'll see you in right. four days." I tell my I wife one thing, it. and you tell Kelly right. another thing. They're gonna. We won't even be at the airport before they figure it out. So we, we just got to be buttoned up and and on. It's got to be airtight on the same page here. I got to mention this. It's somewhat serious, but the, the, nothing has given me more joy than seeing this you see this one where uh desantis uh sent the uh 50 uh illegal immigrants to martha's vineyard yeah what it was, I, it's amazing I, I mean i absolutely love it i mean anytime like hypocrisy is is dealt right in someone's face i i love it because a lot of you know martha's vineyard is like super wealthy liberal town right oh that's totally wealthy and and they're on a, and you know by all accounts there's you know they all have these signs that, that are you know, conjecturing how anybody here is welcome, anybody this and that. Well, here they are, right? And you just wonder how that's going to go because, you know, these are the same people that are fighting for sanctuary cities. They should be absolutely thrilled by this, right? But I, I have imagined that that is not ex exactly how it's going to go down. It's going to be quite the opposite in that town. Uh, yeah, because that is very liberal. It's, a, it's Massachusetts. Right. So very liberal and very rich. Right. And, and what it's going to do is, is it's going to, you know, it, it, it's going to be the classic NIMBY, right? Not in my backyard. Because they're saying all those folks that are crossing the border down in Texas, yeah, you should be able to absorb those into your neighborhoods and all that sort of thing when it's being done to the tune by millions. Meanwhile, they're going to be upset by having to absorb 50 of them. That's, that's I love it. I absolutely love it. So, Rock, let's go to the phone here. I wanted to get to this story. It's... Will, when we were we're going back to our trash talking thing from a little while ago, and Will, you've got kind of a special case here in Mainville. What uh, what was your story? <laughs> hey guys, how's it going? I haven't talked to you for a while. Yeah, I was going to say I thought uh, it might be the same Will. <laughs> yeah, it is. Hey, the uh, if, if when you take an adventure with the feds uh, on holidays, and uh, you end up having some games. No. Uh, we lost Will. We lost uh, Will. Mexican non uh, 
generic soda or barbecue sauce was the big one. If you could get barbecue sauce, you could sell that great. Mm -hmm. So anyway, this whatever holiday it was, we were playing bingo. There's probably a couple hundred people playing bingo. And I, I get up there before we even start when I'm grabbing my car, and I, I just decided to say, I'm the greatest bingo player ever. I'm going to crush everybody in here. And, every, and I won twice out of, like, seven games. And if people were coming up to me afterwards asking, like, how did you get good at bingo? <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, pretty lucky. Yeah, stuff. how much to bingo? Yeah, yeah. I really but, don't know how to play bingo. That's the only time I played bingo was in prison. So uh, maybe I am a good bingo player. <laughs> yeah, I'm psyched out. Oh, that's what it is. Oh, man, I was up there with my hands up going, I'm going to crush everybody. And, you know, people are looking at me, and sure enough, I won twice. And, uh, so how much of that, like, let, me, uh, let me ask you, Greg, how, uh, or Will, I'm sorry, uh, how much of that stuff went on in prison? Because one would think that it would be a lot <laughs> there's not well there is a lot of trash talking but you got to watch it because you don't a, a fist comes flying pretty quickly if you that's uh, what i was thinking thing. like there's not many you know folks that have a you know much of a sense of humor about some things so <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's not a big sense of humor there you know you, you laugh you get through everything that you got to get through but uh yeah you uh you don't you don't get any warning before the uh, you, you feel that thing coming at you, and you avoid a million fights. People would get on me like, "Why'd you get in a fight?" Well, I avoided one million fights before I you know got in a fight. So, uh, you, real quick, you guys got a second about the touchdown yeah. Jesus? I, had, I was listening to your uh, podcast, and I, I I did about six months in solitary in the hole there, and I've been in wow. there three four. I did a whole college football season in there. Uh, but during that, I remember you had no access to anything. Rocky, I did naked and afraid inside the, the hole. I mean, there were days where, eh, why get dressed, right? right. Through, through the hole. <laughs> and uh, to tell you other stuff, I lived in Seattle when I had to report to prison. And I I drove to the Cascades, I don't know how many times, saying, I'm just going to leave and survive this and, you know, let them come find me. But, uh I, anyway, I got a hold of a newspaper. I became an orderly in the hole after several months, which is a whole other story. And uh, I, one of the guards let me have a, a, a USA Today, and there was a the story that day of Ohio was that big flaming picture of that touchdown Jesus uh, burning up. And I was like, what the heck? It's right by my house. And it was at the same time that they signed Votto to like $250 million. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Am I even alive anymore? What the <laughs> hell? Maybe I've passed away <laughs> I down here. Get out of there until the college football. I went in in like August and didn't get out of there. Where you know, All right. Yeah, well, you're you're breaking up on us. Season. Yeah. All right. Thanks, buddy. But yeah, Shaney's breaking up there. He has some good uh, some some good insight from the the other side from the hole. Yeah. Yeah. The, we need him to call yeah. back more. Uh, we go to traffic now. Rob, what is going on, buddy? Uh, we went from the frying pan into the fire. <laughs> Got another accident on northbound 75. This one's at 12th and Pike Street. 
From the UC Health Traffic Center, the University of Cincinnati Cancer Center provides the region's only focal therapy treatment for prostate cancer, minimizing side effects. Call 513-585-UCCC. An accident North 75 at 12th and Pike Street where the left lane is blocked. You've got a 20-minute delay from 275 Erlanger. Eastbound 275 steady as a result between Dixie Highway and Madison Pike. North of town, an accident South 75 before the Middletown exit. That's got you heavy back to 73 Springboro. Northbound slowing pretty much halfway back to Monroe. There are accidents. Beekman near Moosewood, Red Bank between Fair and Forest Hill Lanes, Clifton at Jocelyn, and eastbound 22 remains closed in Morrow due to an accident at Salem Road. Rob Williams, News Radio 700 WLW. The forecast from the 700 WLW Weather Center for tonight. Clear skies, 56. For tomorrow, sunshine and 84. It's 82 now. News Radio 700 WLW. Rocky Boyman and Lance McAllister set you up for the orange and black during the roundtable show. Tonight at 6 on 700 WLW, the home of the best Bengals coverage. The iHeartRadio Music Festival. Where the biggest stars from all walks of music come together. September 23rd and 24th, T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Limited seats are still available at AXS.com. Or stream it live on the CW app and CWTV.com. iHeart and Capital One created a free iHeartRadio Music Festival NFT dropping September 19th for 72 hours. Capital One cardholders can get a special NFT unlocking a chance for a trip to next year's festival. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash Capital One NFT for rules and details. This report is sponsored by Tropical Smoothie. Tropical Smoothie is teaming up with No Kid Hungry to help. All right, back with Eddie and Rocky here on Thursday. And, Rock, we're going to continue what we've been doing the last several years and talk some Vegas sports odds. Time to make some money, Ed. Absolutely, baby. <laughs> Let's do it. And we've got our new guy. Yes, I know. Excited. Art Caesar. welcome to the program. It's a pleasure to be here, gentlemen. Art DeCesar, Super Sportsbook in Vegas. You want to follow him on Twitter, ArtDice21. Nice. So, Art, let's uh, cut to the chase. How about uh, the game tonight? Pretty good game. Chargers at KC. Very good game. Standalone games always get good action, and it helps that it's a good matchup. Mahomes has obviously been a very popular player these last couple of years. He, Kansas City always attracts bets. And then you have the L.A. influence with the Chargers. Obviously, us being in Vegas, we have a California feel to it sometimes. This game's been interesting. You know, we opened the Chiefs minus three. We didn't want to get off the key number of three, so we juiced the three to minus 120. Betters were not scared to lay the minus 120. We had to go to four. Obviously, the Chargers have some injury concerns. No Keenan Allen. I know J.C. Jackson is banged up, but it looks like he'll play. Chiefs no kicker, but Chiefs are going to take money. It's the home team getting obviously giving a short, you know, short short spread at home, short week for the road team. The interesting thing with the total is going to be pro betters are going to take the under. Public will be all over the over. 53 and a half. Yeah, that's the one that's interesting. Like you said, with no Keenan Allen playing, you see the over-under at, yeah, 53 and a half or 54. Uh, that seems like a lot of points without one of Herbert's best weapons. I totally agree with you. And, you know, like I said, the split on the divide is always going to be public likes to take favorites and overs. Usually sharp pro betters <laughs> like to take 
dogs and all right. that. that's usually how it works out. <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm not saying the sharp betters and the sharp groups don't take overs and they don't take favorites in spots, but normally they look for a total like this that's a little inflated. Two really good offenses, I get it, and two of the best quarterbacks in the league. But short week, some of the injury concerns, and you know you got to throw the kicker in there too with Kansas City. I mean that's got points involved in it as well. So I think the total is a little inflated, and we've actually dropped a little bit. We started at 54, now we're at the 53-and-a-half. So it'll be a divide there. We'll be rooting for the under regardless. Interesting. Uh, another interesting game, and again, we're in Cincinnati, so we kind of like to stay within the division. Yeah. Steelers, of course, last week beat the Bengals, or I should say the Bengals beat themselves. But nevertheless, the Steelers <laughs> got the win. Uh, I'm seeing Patriots v. Steelers, uh, New England minus Two. I thought that was a little bit interesting. What do you see in that one? Well, we're even a little bit higher. We opened New England a slight favorite minus one, mm. now two and a half for New England. Wow. So, and I think that's a couple of things. I think it's anti Trubisky. I think it's obviously TJ Watts out. Listen, the Steelers won the game last week. Give them all the credit in the world, but they shouldn't have won the game. <laughs> I mean, like you said. You know, Cincinnati basically handed them that game. Give credit to the Steelers. I'm not going to take anything Mm -hmm. away from them. Miami or New England going to Miami, that's been a house of horrors for them down there, even with Brady. So them going down there in week one and losing was not really a surprise. You know, there was a lot of money that came in on Miami week one. So Miami was the right side last week. And I think people feel... Jones will bounce back. Belichick will bounce back. Belichick will give Trubisky fits. Now, you are laying a short price with a road favorite, which, you know, over the long haul, if you take home underdogs in the NFL, you usually do pretty well. But who knows with the Steelers, and uh, I could see New England evening their record here at 1-1. All right, staying in the division, how about the Dolphins at, at Baltimore? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What a game. This is one of the best games of the whole card. sounds like a great game. Yeah, it really is. It's one of the best games of the whole card. I think if you just look at Miami, once again, Miami, I know Buffalo's in their division, but Miami kind of had to set themselves up last week to say, hey, maybe we're not in Buffalo's class, but we're the second-best team in this division. We made all these moves in the offseason, new coach, new weapons, all this type of stuff. And Baltimore just keeps rolling. You know, they don't – you know, they got Lamar back healthy, but now they're dealing with some injuries like they did again last year. They're banged up in the secondary. Miami was a – four-and-a-half-point dog on the early line, and people were very happy to take Miami at four-and-a-half, take them at four. We now have Baltimore at three-and-a-half, so you're still getting Miami at a key number of three-and-a-half if you still want to take Miami. I think that's because of some of the injury concerns for Baltimore, and they didn't look great on offense last week against the Jets, but this game has a real toss-up feel to it. Total of 44-and-a-half should be low scoring. I wanted to ask you about this one, the, the Monday night game and uh, Titans and Bills. Everyone who watched the Bills in week one says, wow, th- this team is legit. But I always, I mean, look, there's, it's not 
every day or all the time that a line in an NFL game is double digits. And I see Bills are, are double-digit favorites in this one. How do you look at this one here? Yeah, you, you know, and the NFL really is, like, you almost have to erase what you saw the week before. It, it's so, like, the weeks are like their own season. Yeah, it's very now. matchup driven. I, I agree with yeah. you there. Some teams it match is. up better with other teams, yes. It is, and when we book games, that's how we book them. You know, we're looking at our power ratings, and we stay we stay true to our original power ratings. Obviously, we adjust through the season. We're going to adjust with injuries and all that type of stuff, but you have to look at the matchups. You have to look at the spots. Obviously, Buffalo's coming off a little bit longer of a rest because they played that Thursday night game. You know, Tennessee last week, there was a lot of money on the Giants. A lot of sharp players took the Giants, and I don't even think that was pro-Giants. I think that was anti-Tennessee. I think people feel Tennessee will take a step back this year. Buffalo's our Super Bowl favorite. You're right. Tough to lay 10 anywhere, whether it's home, mm-hmm. road, neutral site. It really doesn't matter. But the Bills are the favorites for a reason, and I think Tennessee is not that great. I hate to say it because I don't like to lay 10. I'd actually lay 10 with Buffalo. I think Buffalo's on a mission. I think Tennessee's a team that surprisingly will miss the playoffs. All right, De Caesar, we're uh, talking about football here. Let's talk about that other Monday night game. Uh, this seems like another good one. Vikings at Eagles. Absolutely. I think this is one of your two or three best games of the week, just like that Miami-Baltimore game. Odd that we get the two Monday night games in week two. It used to be week one, but whatever. We'll take it. Um, Eagles at home. Obviously, Eagles looked really great basically for three quarters last week and then let the Lions creep back in. Minnesota had an incredible win in week one. They were set up to say, hey, you know, Green Bay, you're going to come in. Rodgers, none of these receivers are ready. We'll take care of business. And they they played into the old home divisional dog at home getting points. You always take that. Minnesota covered that game. We opened Eagles the traditional minus three at home. Betters were happy to gobble up Vikings plus three. We now have Eagles minus two. There will be some buyback on the Eagles now because it's under the three. This is obviously going to be the last game of the week. There will be plenty of things tied to this as far as money lines and teasers and all the type of things that end up going to the last game of the week. That's always how it is. You'll get good split action on this game. I kind of like Minnesota in the game. I just Mm. think the Vikings are a little bit better, but this is a real toss-up game. I would feel better at three. I don't know if I take the two now. You've lost the value. I agree. I, th- I think that's a tough one. So, speaking of another tough one, I think uh, obviously again we're here in Cincinnati. You know, Bengals and Cowboys. Bengals got to go to Dallas. Both teams zero and one. I I always feel like it's hard to gauge a game when I, when one team has so many injuries. Dallas has Dak Prescott, of course. They got J. Ron Kirst, their safety. Terrell Basham, their defensive end. I think their offensive guard is out. So I'm seeing right here uh, Cincinnati minus seven. I think Bengals fans are That's hopeful. That's a little strong. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like Bengals fans think, you know, hey, we saw this team last year. Our, our eyes said that they went to the Super Bowl, and even though they didn't look like it in week one here. How, how are you seeing this one here, Art? Very interesting game. And let, let's say this. When the NFL season comes out, we put look-ahead lines out. We basically have weeks one through 18. We map out every game. We put point spreads on them. In the look-ahead line in this game, this is obviously pre-Dak Prescott injury. We had Cowboys as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. So now Prescott goes out. Cooper Rush comes in. Cowboys, we reopened, or I'm sorry, we reopened the Bengals as an eight-point favorite. Wow. And to our surprise, 
people were happy to come in and take the Cowboys. And I think that's a couple of things. Bengals' offensive line is not good. It's just not. I mean, the Cowboys can get after the passer a little bit. And Cooper Rush played a couple of games last year and wasn't horrible. Like, he really wasn't. He's not Dak Prescott. He's not Joe Burrow. He's not Patrick Mahomes. But he's serviceable. Like, he's been there. He's kind of in the system. He kind of knows what he's doing. Once again, it's a home team getting points. And you know this. Nobody's going to give Dallas a chance in the game. So I I think the Bengals will be huge for us as far as everyone will put them in money lines. Now that it's seven, everyone will put them in six and seven point teasers to basically make it a pick 'em. So we'll probably need the Cowboys in the game despite the early money coming in on Dallas. So, man, I, I don't know. Tough game to call. I'd like to think the Bengals get off the mat this week and win. I don't know if I'm laying the seven, though. All right, here's another bet for you. If the Bengals lose, this town here in Cincinnati is going to go into chaos. All right, so you can bet on that one and put all my money on it. Okay? That's a thousand to one right there, son. That's an easy go bet. Go ahead and see if you can get that one on the board for us. Um, Art, real quick, just want to ask you one. It's kind of a uh, not the most exciting weekend in college football, but Penn State and Auburn, both teams uh, are two and zero. I think you know Penn State's got a really good running back. Who I believe is a freshman. Uh, how are you seeing that one? Yeah, you know, not the greatest slate, but this is obviously one of the better ones. You know, a true blue blood in Penn State goes to Auburn. You know, it's been a three-point spread the whole time, and Penn State is the favorite. Penn State is a three-point road favorite. You know, Penn State's a little bit higher power rated than Auburn. Mm -hmm. I think the interesting thing with this is the way the total is moved. We opened the total 49.5. It's gone to 46.5. So you've seen a three-point move to the under. People think it's going to be a feel-it-out, slugfest, run-the-ball type game. I'll say this. I know Auburn's not great, and they're not in the class of some of these other really good SEC teams. But if I can get one of those SEC teams at home, like an Auburn, getting points, and I'm not in love with Penn State, I'll take the three and run because I just feel you're getting the value with Penn State having to go to Auburn and play that type of game. So to me, it would be the Tigers or nothing. All right, with that, Art DeCesar, we will let you go. People want to find out more. Where can they go? What can they do? Oh, gentlemen, listen, it was a pleasure coming on and having some fun. Um, as always, if you know, if anyone wants to follow me on Twitter, Art at ArtDice21, you know, always posting little nuggets and things we're doing at the Superbook. And listen, if anyone's ever in Las Vegas, you come down to the Westgate Superbook, you can ask for Arthur DeCesar. I'll be more than happy to help you with whatever you need, get you all set up with whatever you need for your football viewing experience. Don't hesitate to come down and ask for me. Will do. Art, thanks so much, man. Anytime, gentlemen. Great stuff. Thanks, Art. See, dude, we're hot-wired all over Vegas. (laughs) That's right. That's the reason we need to go out there. Our wives don't need to know how no. much money we're taking with us. <laughs> they don't we, need to know we're going. That's that's kind well, of the, uh, that the we, other part of it. We could call them from the plane. Hey, look, it's, it, we, hey, we just got to use the excuse. It's for work. Right. right. Like when you're on your websites looking at stuff and maybe you shouldn't be looking at it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you say it's for work. Yeah. That's yeah. I'm doing research, research. here. God. God. Somebody's off, got to. Get off our back. Exactly. Get off my butt here. Come on, man. <laughs> trying to make a living. Yeah. Get you, I don't want to do this. Keep you in your fur coats, for yeah. God's sake. I, I want to look at these websites <laughs> with all these girls. No, I don't no, want to do that. Oh, God. Do you think this disgusts me, to be honest with you? <laughs> uh, now we uh, check in with traffic. Rob, what is going on? <laughs> 
<laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. From the UC Health Traffic Center, the University of Cincinnati Cancer Center provides the region's only focal therapy treatment for prostate cancer, minimizing side effects. Call 513-585-UCCC. The accident's cleared North 75 at 12th and Pike Street, still looking at close to a 20-minute delay on northbound 75 as you approach 275 Erlanger. There's now a broken down on north 75 past Mitchell blocking the left center lane and an accident south 75 before Middletown blocking the left two lanes. Traffic's backed up to Austin Boulevard near Dayton. And uh, heavier traffic add 15 minutes on North 75 between 275 Erlanger and the Brent Spence. Another 15 minutes from Mitchell to 275 Sharonville. Add 12 minutes North 71 from Smith Edwards to the Ronald Reagan. Rob Williams, News Radio 700 WLW. The forecast from the 700 WLW Weather Center for tonight. Clear skies 56 for tomorrow. Sunshine and 84. It's 82 now. News Radio 700 WLW. Preparing his body and mind for hours in his fortress of solitude. That makes me feel good. When 5 o'clock strikes, Mike McConnell emerges to bring you a super morning. Let's all feel good together. And at his side, his circle of champions. Master Chuck Ingram with the latest traffic. Miss Fahrenheit Jennifer Ketchmark with the latest forecast. And the Atlas of Athletics, Seg Dennison with sports. Plus news, entertainment, and laughs. Think of me as Mr. Feelgood. Mike McConnell, tomorrow morning at 5 on 700 WLW. This report is sponsored by Churches. At Churches, we put it all on the table for less. Get 10-piece legs and thighs, two large size, five honey butter biscuits, and five jalapeno peppers starting. To every day, I mean, liquefied natural gas, to everything, every good that you need, Steve's on a rail getting delivered to where it needs to go. Yeah, so he knows the importance of it. And, guys, the deal came so late overnight that the unions had to wake up their boards to move wow. forward and say, all right, we, we got something. Five-year deal. They get bonuses. Uh, they agreed to the, the rail companies to uh, ease their attendance rule. We will let you go. Thanks so much, buddy. It's good to see this thing ain't happening because it sure did sound like a bad scene if it did. Yeah, it wasn't going to be good. You got it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks Alex Stone from ABC News. So, rocking other news. Um, a couple of things here. This uh, happened in Israel. This sounds like such an American thing. I had to reread the story a couple of times because it sounds like something that would have happened, you know, in Florida. <laughs> in uh, near Jerusalem. In Israel, police arrested a man who allegedly allowed his dog to drive his car. <laughs> well, I, I would allow my dog to drive, but I think he can't remotely do it. How did this guy pull it off? The fellow had posted a video of the dog, uh, of the dog driving on his whatever Twitter page. Of course, uh, another uh, issue. The uh, well, here's the thing: not only did they arrest the guy for his dog driving his car. But then they tack on, and he didn't have a noteworthy, a roadworthy certification. So, in other words, not only, so they don't say much about the dog driving the car. They just say, you know what, your registration's yeah, a little off there, son. <laughs> yeah, it should be like, well, 
<laughs> There's a dog driving the car. Okay, we can't have that. That's all you need is <laughs> that the drive is dar- the yeah. dog is driving the car. I guess that, that's so unheard of. It's, it's there's no law protecting against such a thing. Now, are you one of those guys who will take your dog and let it stand on your lap and hold its head out the window? No, because my dogs are big. My dogs are like you know, yeah, seventy pounds. So that's not. I, I mean, that, that would literally affect how I drove the car. You know, so I, I don't do that. So but, I, but they get in the back and then put their head out the window. Yeah, stuff like that. That doesn't yeah. bother me. But you see people with their dog on their lap, looking out the driver's side window while they're driving the car and looking at their phone and they're looking and at doing their phone other and probably yeah. watching something on their video screen. <laughs> Come on, man. I know. See, that was, I was very disappointed. Maybe that's the reason I have uh, my memories of owning a dog are are not that great. Because I had a golden retriever, like you do. Mm -hmm. And he was a big, dumb dog. He was, you know, lovable, just like blah, 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 gangly all over the place. So I'm like, uh, I told my then girlfriend, I'm like, I'm going to take him to the park. We're going to go run. I'm going to throw a Frisbee. We're going to have some fun. And so I'm driving down the street. I roll the back window down for him about, you know, and he's a big dog. He's a 70-pound dog. And so I got the window about halfway down, say. And so I'm driving along, listening to the radio. And all of a sudden, this dog, because, you know, dogs with their head on, that's uh, their tongue hanging out and stuff. No, not this dumbass. We're driving down the street. I'm luckily I'm only going about twenty five because it was in a you know residential mm-hmm. area, and uh, he just leaps out the window oh my while God. I'm driving down the street. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what are you doing right you have now? Enough sense to not right injure yourself. I I, did you see a squirrel yeah, that you just had to a... see to get? Yeah. I don't know what happened. And Matt, I was, oh, you don't even know how mad I was. Was the dog hurt? No. Uh-uh. He just, uh, he, Unfortunately, he was. He, I, I hurt his feelings when we got home because I <laughs> screamed at that dog so much. You don't even know. Oh. He just went over there someplace. I'm like, I'm just going to sit here. here. <laughs> He's going to forget he has a dog after a while. Oh, man. Uh, we're going to be talking some baseball coming up. But now we're going to be talking traffic. Rob, what is going on? <laughs> Poor little rover. From the UC Health Traffic Center, the University of Cincinnati Cancer Center provides the region's only focal therapy treatment of prostate cancer, minimizing side effects. Call 513-585-UCCC. Well, things are finally starting to settle down this evening. The accidents cleared North 75 at 12th and Pike. Some slow traffic remaining there between Turfway and Buttermilk. There is an accident on North 71's ramp to westbound 275. They've also cleared the accident down South 75 before the Middletown exit. There is uh, slow traffic now on North 75 from Mitchell to Glendale Milford Road and North 71 slows between Ridge and Red Bank, then Montgomery Road to the Ronald Reagan. Rob Williams, News Radio 700 WLW. The forecast from the 700 WLW Weather Center for tonight, clear skies 56 for tomorrow, sunshine and 84. It's 82 now. News Radio 700 WLW. It's going down in Big D. Touchdown, Joe Burrow and his Bengals go after their first win of the season when they take on the Deckless Cowboys. Woo! 
the orange and black attack dominate Dallas? Yeah, yeah. Get the call live from dangerous Dan Hood and Dave Lennon. Coverage starts Sunday morning at 9 on 700 WLW, the home of the best Bengals coverage. This report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lessit. Distracted driving is dangerous. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.